maybe when we hit the wall in life or in a marathon, it's our body telling us, I need support. Here's this wall, find something to lean on. And I thought this was so powerful because we all know that feeling where our legs feel like lead and we aren't sure if we can go on. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Let's talk about your comeback. I am seeing more and more people talking about making their comebacks as industries begin to open back up again. And I absolutely love this topic. As you might know, I have a lot of theater and film people in my life, and those industries have been almost completely shut down throughout the pandemic. And of course, I also have a lot of runners in my life since I am a running coach and I have this podcast. And while running hasn't been shut down because you're always free to go outside and run, not a lot of racing has taken place over the last year. We're also hearing news of more restaurants opening for in-person dining in places like New York, where they have only had outside dining and carryout since March, which is also exciting news for all the business owners and restaurant employees who have struggled to make a living. So I feel like there are a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life who are all in different situations where we are thinking about our comeback, thinking about getting back to some version of what life was like before this, but I'm hoping a stronger, more resilient version of who we were before also. So my question today is, are you ready for your comeback? I have about a dozen episodes that I've recorded throughout the pandemic reminding you that you don't need to live up to anyone's timeline, but your own. So if you aren't feeling like you're ready for a comeback, if you're feeling like you like things exactly as they are, there is no judgment here. Do not feel pressure. This episode is for those of you who are getting excited, thinking about what life might look like in the summer or in the fall, thinking about getting back to racing again, thinking about theater again, all of those fun things that fill our hearts with joy and set our soul on fire. And maybe I'm being dramatic, but there are just some things I am so excited to do again. And so I want to talk about this comeback a little bit. First, let's start with what is it that you're excited to get back to? Are you hoping that there will be an abundance of 5k races this summer? Or maybe you're looking forward to running a fall half marathon. Or maybe you're an actor hoping to start performing again or someone who owns a venue in the hospitality industry. Maybe you're eager to host big events with crowds and music and dancing. Or you're a crafter or creator who relies on craft shows to sell your products. Whatever your thing is, it's time to start planning. If I came up to you and said that at midnight tonight, you'd get to run into your dream life and get back to doing the things you love, would you be ready? What would it take to be ready? If it's running a triathlon, you're going to need to start running and cycling and maybe swimming again if you aren't already doing those things. Or maybe you've been running, but you need to start gradually bumping up the mileage now. 
Or maybe you know exactly what you need to do, but you need the accountability of a coach. If you're an actor, what's your stamina like right now? If you had the opportunity to start rehearsals for a show tomorrow, would you have the energy and the focus to memorize lines or to sing and dance without feeling like you're going to collapse? Can you sing without feeling breathless? Whatever your thing is that you want to get back to, let's start by making a list of the things that you know that you need to be able to do successfully to show up knowing that you've prepared and that you've done your best to prepare, that you are presenting yourself in the best possible light, whether that is auditioning for a show or whether that is showing up at the start line of a race ready to race. For most of us, that list starts with getting quality sleep, eating nutritious foods, moving a little every day, including some strength training, adding in some sort of mind-body work like meditation or yoga, and maybe journaling or a gratitude practice to help you stay focused. Now, if life has been a little slower for you since the pandemic started, you don't want to rush right into these things and doing everything right away. So I recommend using a journal to set some goals and to do a little bit of planning. Thinking about that famous Stephen Covey book, The Seven Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, begin with the end in mind. Pick a specific date or have a month in mind when you hope to be prepared to make your comeback. Let's say you want to be able to run a half marathon in September. Think backwards and plan out the steps. If you know you have to run a half marathon in September, how many miles does that mean that you need to be able to run each week to bump your mileage up slowly so that you're only gaining a half a mile or a mile new every week if you're starting from scratch? So you start backwards, start with the end in mind and work backwards to come up with a plan. Write that on the first page of your journal. Next, let's look at why this goal is important to you. If you're going to stay focused, you're going to want that reminder on days when you wake up just not feeling it. Sometimes having a journal isn't powerful enough, especially when you might need more reminders like sticky notes by your computer or changing the label on your alarm clock for that alarm when you wake up in the morning or notes on the bathroom mirror or by the coffee pot. Whatever it takes to remind yourself that you've set this goal and this is why it's important to you to show up for yourself. We have had a full year now where our lives have been disrupted. The flow of your life has probably changed multiple times in this last year. As kids move in and out of the various learning models, one day your kids going part-time, now they're full-time, now they're strictly online. It has been crazy. And every time those things change, it changes the flow of your day. It changes All of these little things that have built up to be habits. When your work went from being in an office to working at home or maybe working in your home office halftime or with your spouse and your kids and your whole family and the dog by your desk, that messes with our habits and our routines. And each time our routines change, it can set our habits into a tailspin. You probably have a number of things you do in the same order each day. You wake up, maybe you go to the bathroom, wash your hands, make your coffee. Maybe you wake up and feed your kids before heading to your home office to start work. 
But each time the schedule changes, it changes all of these things and shifts the order that you do things. And that can pull you right out of the habits that you've created. And I'm saying this because if you're struggling, it's not necessarily your fault. We have all had a lot of things working against us this year. So if you're serious about making your comeback, get yourself a journal, set a goal, put it in that journal, write it down with a date, and then start with your why. Remember why the goal is important to you. How do you, will you feel once you achieve that goal? How will it change your life? Usually we only have a vague idea of how something's going to change our life because it's never actually about the finish line that we cross, whether that's a literal or figurative finish line. It's not about the job or the promotion or crossing the finish line of a race, although these things can fill our hearts with pride and joy. The bigger transformation takes place along the way as you learn new skills and discover who you really are, as you work through obstacles and realize how resilient you are. All of these things change you and change your outlook and perspective on every other thing that happens in your life. I have a great interview that I recorded that's going to be released in about a week where I talked with Becky Mullenkamp, who is a business coach and also has the Gutsy Boss podcast. We talked about hitting the wall in a marathon, and she suggested that maybe when we hit the wall in life or in a marathon, it's our body telling us, I need support. Here's this wall. Find something to lean on. And I thought this was so powerful because we all know that feeling where our legs feel like lead and we aren't sure if we can go on. And Becky suggested that when we feel helpless or feel like we need support, that we should ask ourselves, what would feel good right now? So you're out running and you've hit the wall. One of the things I tell my runners to do is a head-to-toe check with themselves. How are my shoulders? Are they up in my ears or are they nice and low and loose? Are my hands loose or do I have a tight fist? How's my breathing? Am I holding my breath? Can I take in some deep breaths? Am I thirsty? Do I need fuel? How's my cadence? How do my feet feel? And as you've worked through all of those things and you think about this head-to-toe check-in, you start relaxing and adjusting and getting back to that place where maybe you feel at least somewhat better. In your goal-setting journal, you can do the same thing. You can write down your goal and the day you want to be ready for your comeback, write why, why it's important to you, and then think about what would feel good right now. Would it feel good to ease into your plan to get back ready for your comeback? Or would it feel better to jump all in? Would it feel good to wake up 20 minutes earlier tomorrow to walk? Or would it feel better to get in a walk over lunch? Taking the approach of what would feel good also means you have the ability to turn your alarm off and go back to bed. Because that might be what feels good right now, right? So you might also have to give yourself choices like what would feel better to go back to sleep or to work out and feel energized to be proud that I got my workout in. What would feel better, to watch another show on Netflix or to turn on a bar video and move for 30 minutes? When we're trying to create a habit, 
Sometimes we have to remind ourselves of the future reward and build up enough evidence or proof that we like exercise or we like running or that taking a dance class or a yoga class makes us feel good. So I'd like to incorporate journaling at this stage here too, so that you could note how you felt before you did the activity, what you were thinking and feeling, how your energy level was, all of these things, so that you can begin to build up some evidence or proof so that you can flip through those pages and be reminded that I I really did feel good. I do enjoy this. I can see the benefits. Note in your journal how you felt before, during, and after, and see if there's some sort of physical shift in how you feel, if you have more energy, if you're more alert, more awake, if you can concentrate better, or if there's some mental reward that comes as a result. And tracking this in your journal is a way to keep reminding yourself of the benefits until that action becomes a habit, until you automatically jump out of bed and say, yep, I always work out first thing in the morning. Now, sometimes taking action isn't a black or white issue. It's not which would feel better, maybe would feel good. And here's how I'm going to make both work. Maybe you really do need some time just to sit there and stare at your screen and watch a show on Hulu. You could remind yourself that exercise or running or some stuff that's related to your goal will also make you feel better. And then you problem solve and figure out how you can have both. I just really want you all to start thinking about what it is that you want. If there is some activity that you want to get back to, when all of our restrictions on travel and movement and groups are lightened up or lifted completely, is there something that you want to do or focus on when life begins to be more of some sort of normal? What is it you want to do? And will you be ready? I want you guys to all be able to get back out and do what you love, what you've trained to do. And it starts with planning right now. I have a lot of great episodes coming up. I just recorded five new episodes we're going to release, all with people who are great with mindset and motivation. So I hope that those tools will help you. And then I also want to tell you about something new that I started. I think that in addition to being runners and being concerned about your health and your wellness and mindset, that there are also a number of you who listen to this podcast who are business owners or managers or leaders in some way. And so I wanted to let you know about a new company that I have started. It's called Iris Digital Media Group. And we do social media marketing, content creation, and digital marketing for small businesses. Check us out at irisdigitalmediagroup.com. We are also Iris Digital Media Group on all social media. Go check us out. If you need help with your business, we would love to help raise your business's visibility so that you can shine a light on the products and services and ideas that you want to share with the world. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run. 
And you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.